Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound. JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones. Seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. Okay, I am now recording Great. in the new studio. It's going to be a little loud. A little it's going to be a little echoey. echoey. Yeah. This is, is this going to be your permanent um, residence? I don't think so because it's in the middle of the home. Yeah, no, it won't be. Tell us about your new home. Congratulations. Mazel tov, as my people say. Thank you very, 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 very much. Uh, it's under construction still. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, DWP just came through. So you have gas? Not a lot of stuff is to code. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I see. I got some fixings to do. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but it's exciting. That room you're in is really cool. It's got one of those library ladders, uh, listeners. I love a library Ooh. ladder. I'm yeah, a sucker it's... for a library ladder. You could be like Belle and swing. What does she yes. sing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's uh, her opening no. song. What's her opening song? In... Uh, Come on, Donald. This is your business. Do you want to know it for real? Do you want me to sing it? I just want you to sing one line. There of it. goes the baker with his tray <laughs> yes. like yeah. always. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. So you the can same sing old that. bread and rolls to sell. Yes. You can sing that on your on your library ladder. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. Oh, isn't this amazing? It's my favorite part because. You'll see. You make a lovely bell, Donald. Audience, he has gotten up on the ladder. I saw this. Yeah, audience, he's he's sliding on the ladder. I saw this meme that was like, if she's the only one that reads in this town and he loans her the books for free, this is obviously a front. (laughs) I posted that. And yes, 200%. You're saying it's a weed store? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Something's going Something, down. How is that guy making money? I mean, uh, no one. Yeah. No one <laughs> I made the mistake of walking. Well, it wasn't a mistake, I, but I was just really young. But I walked into a record store to try and buy like Bell Biv DeVoe's Poison or something like that. And it was a record store front. Really, they were selling weed in there. Uh-huh. And so, but they fronted like it was a record store. So they had all the posters up and shit like that, but no no, no inventory. No inventory. <laughs> no inventory. <laughs> they had like one record in each yeah. slot. And I was like, yo, you got that new Bell Biv DeVoe? And he looked at me. He was like, nah. 
I got that poison, though. You want that poison? <laughs> that new Bell Biv DeVoe. <laughs> That's funny. It's good to see you. I was just in New York um, doing a, a, a Paley Center panel. How for, did that go? For Bill's new show. It was very funny. Lots of laughs. Can you see those online, Joel? Is that something people can watch? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Google it. But you can. Uh, we did a panel. Everyone but Mr. Ford was there, and it was a blast. We laughed our butts off. Show is really good. I know I'm. I can say that because I, I only directed one episode. It's not like it's my baby or anything. So I can tell you uh, objectively, it's very, very funny and very heartfelt. And I think you're gonna love it. And everybody, check it out. It's on Apple TV Plus. The first three drop, not the whole thing. The first three. You know, I prefer it when uh, streaming services just let you watch the whole thing straight up. I but don't. That's just me. I like looking forward. Like with White Lotus season two as an example, I loved the old school feeling of be like, oh my God, we have to wait till next week. I like that. It makes you talk about it all week. I hate Agreed. that. I you hate do? that. I don't like it. I like watching the movie. I don't like watching the. All right. But as a producer show. of content, don't you find that oh, people no, I talk get that. about it, talk about it more if you string it out? If you just binge it, you, if you just binge the whole thing, you might like the next day be like, oh, I binged such and such. It was good. Meanwhile, stringing it out for weeks, you're like, oh, my God, are you watching White Lotus season two? It's so good. I don't know. Stranger Things, everybody binged Stranger Things, and that wasn't a, you know what I mean? Or I, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like I like the movie better, you know what I mean, than the show. That's just me, though. Okay. I hear you. Um, did you watch, uh, my nephew got me all excited to watch this video game show that everyone's very into. I did not watch it. Yes. Oh, yeah, oh my God. Oh, did you watch it? Yes. Oh, yes. Listen, I knew nothing about it and I was excited because it got, mm-hmm. you know, everyone loves it. It's my nephew's favorite video game. I got all stoked. I'm watching it. I'm proud of happy for everyone involved. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, zombies. Come on. <laughs> But they're like the most inventive zombies I've ever seen. They're really cool. Like that opening scene in the first movie where it's like a talk show back in the 60s and they're explaining what would happen if fungus could live inside of humans. Like immediately I was like, I am so freaked out, horrified. It could the fungus actually happen. does exist. It, it, it actually does exist is what we found out in the mm-hmm. news. If yeah. you read. Uh, yes, I know. It infects ants. Yeah. yeah. I listen. You ain't not like a zombie uh-huh. ant. Mutating. You like zombie movies, Donald? You watch a zombie show? I fucking hate zombie movies. Yeah, I'm not a zombie guy. <laughs> oh, why do you guys hate zombies? You just, just lost boring, me at zombies. Man. You lost it's me at zombies. It's the same shit over and 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 over. Yo, I can tell you this. Look, check this out. Dawn of the Dead and what's the name of that show? Resident Evil. Sure. The video game and mm-hmm. uh, what's the name of that? Walking Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And World War Z. Mm-hmm. And guess what they all have in common? Zombies. The same plot. Zombies. But that's like, that's oh, it. it's a theme. That's it's a it. theme. There's nothing. Like there's nothing. I know. I agree. You I might, every, I now and then, you might every now and then create okay. some, some unique way of how they're created or something like that. But for the most part, it's the same shit. Man. I agree. Over and over and over. You know what the plot of a zombie movie is? What? Zombies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do, do you guys like the trope of like Lone Wolf and Little Cub? Is that the. I know you do, Donald. Listen, you're listen, into we're in the minority. This is a hugely popular show, and oh, I, I, I'm, I'm happy for everyone involved. I'm just. <laughs> zombies are not my jam. 
That's fair. I'm just, my nephew, just my nephew's, my nephew's like, like swiping away enough, tears. Yeah. They had, right. <laughs> so, but Daniel, you must have played the game. Like he obviously has a connection to the game. He loves the music. He loves the characters. Yeah, and how faithful it is to the game is what's really what people are really happy about, especially after Uncharted, which is also the uh, based on a game made by the same company. People were like, "Well, that you know, no hate sucked," but Last of Us is extremely faithful, and Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, are knocking Just it out kiss. of the park. In oh my, my humble opinion, yeah, sure, saw, he's going to host SNL with Coldplay. I'll be tuning in. Ooh, oh, I went ooh. to SNL too, I, which was so fun. Uh, Bill and I went on a mandate. Bill and I had the oh. best mandate. Fuck you! Why you weren't in town, baby girl? We don't Listen, go on mandates anymore. You don't like to be up past eight thirty. I don't. You're right. I don't. Um, Bill and I went to a really nice dinner, and then we went to see comedy at the Comedy Cellar in Manhattan on McDougal, which is the best comedy place in Manhattan. And my stepsister was on Jessica Kirsten, who's a hilarious comedian. Oh, wow. And then we went to SNL and Aubrey Plaza and Sam Smith were on the show. And that was so fun. Did he then, do? Did yes. he do? Mommy don't know. Yep. Daddy I didn't know that was him, by the way. After, did, did, did she come out too? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Ooh, daddy, daddy. She was you. under his dress. Yo. He was wearing this big dress. And then he oh. lifted he was in this giant dress, and then he lifted up the dress, and she came out. Right, Joelle? Did you see that? Yes. Yeah, she crawled right out from under it, and it was adorable. She crushes the whole verse, man. So good. Hit Speaking of which, uh, we're going to get to it later in the show. We have something special for you today. Um, we've I did some experimenting with chat GPT. Is that how yes. you say it? Mm-hmm. Like everyone else is. And we've done, we have some, um, some, some AI-created Scrubs content. Oh, gosh. Um, and some of it's beautiful. <laughs> some of it's beautiful. There's a scene about uh, JD and Turk riding an eagle. Mm. This is just just it's, it's, it's a tee it up so you don't miss the end of the show. There's a scene about JD and Turk discussing guy love, which is very beautiful. Uh, then I asked it to write a rap about JD and Turk in the style of Meg the Stallion, and to write a rap in the style of Buster Rhymes. The Buster Rhymes one is funny. It's like JD and Turk now. <laughs> Buster Rhymes now. I love Buster. Did Buster love- often mention himself in his raps? I don't remember that. From the but who doesn't? From the Dungeon Dragon. Change your shitty drawers because your pants are sagging. <laughs> chicken and Choco, the chocolate chicken, the real cock diesel. Come on, man. Bust around. The rhythm is in sync. My rhymes is on time. Come on, man. Yeah, I used to, I was peeing on music videos at the, at the height of the Buster Rhymes sensation. They were the best. One of the, yo, look, one of the best MCs to ever do it, Buster Rhymes. That's for real, yeah. for real. Mm-hmm. No bull. Well, certainly. Yeah. Well, I'm saying yeah, like I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like if you would ever do, if you would ever do like a top 75, like you know how they have the top 75 NBA players of all time. Yeah, Buster Rhyme is definitely in the top seventy-five NBA players uh, of all time. Players of all time, <laughs> they would do it that way. I NBA agree. players of all time. That's. Do you have a favorite Buster song, Donald? I have so many favorite, but yeah. like the stuff that he did with like Baby Sham and Flip Mode Squad. Yeah, hey. Flip Mode. Flip Mode is the squad. Yeah, <laughs> that record's fire. Who? Uh, but they look. That was the introduction of Rod Digger, introduction yes. of so many people. Uh, one of the favorite, got on the move, pardon me, Duke. You know, some of the best, <laughs> some of the best lines. I love Buster, but my favorite Buster Rhyme songs 
song ever is Scenario. That's a good but one. That's, but that's only because of all the other people that are on it and how when he, it was like the introduction to Busta Rhymes, right? So like you knew him if you were a fan of Leaders of the New School. That's one of the best songs ever made. <laughs> I like the one he did with Janet. That one was... Wu-Tang nice. Forever. All right. Um, I can't contribute to this conversation at all. I liked it. I like listening to it. <laughs> uh, let's get into the show. Donald Faze on Count of stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses in a Canada who love to hate. I said he's a story. What a wacky episode this is. I mean, here's the thing. This is the last episode, I believe, before the writer's strike began. That's what Scrubs Wiki said. Now, just to remind you what was going on, this is 2008, and the Writers Guild of America was about to take a – was about to go on strike. But uh, what was interesting is that this is a very short season, season seven, because the writer's strike – Bill was pretty sure the show was ending, I think. He thought the writer's strike would ultimately – I don't think our ratings were as high as they used to be, and he thought the writer strike might kill it. And so this is episode 10 of 11 in this season. Uh, it's called My Waste of Time. And then the 11th one was one which was an homage to Princess Bride, and it's called My Princess. And I'm really proud of that episode, and you've heard me say this before. It's really cool, but I think it was unfairly judged because Bill was sort of scrambling, and some people thought like it was meant to be a – uh, you know, uh, a season, a series finale. But no, an action, it? it was meant to be just a special episode, yeah. but it got kind of treated like, oh, we're going out like this. And everyone was like, that's how you're ending the show. Um, so rewatch it if you're a person who rewatches the show, because I think it's a pretty awesome episode of, of TV. And we're going to discuss it next week, too. Of course so. we will. I'm just saying it's, there's just a little trivia about why this season only has uh, 11 episodes. I thought this was a very wacky episode. I thought it had a lot of funny moments in it, though. I laughed yes. a lot. I, I laughed, laughed a lot. It's uh, got some wacky ass shit well, in it, though. They were throwing a lot of well, lot. The I'm kitchen gonna, sink was getting thrown. Yeah, I'm just gonna put it. I'm just gonna put it like this. This is Robert Maggio's episode for some of the most. <laughs> oh my god, Rob! Has I can't some believe they. Shit. I can't believe they put that. We'll get to it, but I can't believe they put that on NBC. I remember this whole ball thing being very tricky. I, because you notice they this. never cut to any of the stuff we talk about in Walmart, Mm-mm. and and they had they shot footage of it, but they weren't allowed to use any of the pictures of the fake nuts. Yeah, I remember us doing that scene where we're looking at the balls, and I remember yeah, us- in Walmart, and we were cracking <laughs> yeah. up. And I remember us doing the scene in the in the ice house. With- yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, okay. But do do you remember like there's these thing called truck nuts that um. Yeah, <laughs> the guys who who are guys and gals who have truck hitches on their on their pickup trucks or whatever can put um, these fake balls that hang down, sagging balls. Yes, yeah, and they're called truck nuts, right? Yes. Is that what they're called? I don't know yeah. what they're called, but that's. I just funny. remember. I just remember in the display cases there were all sorts of <laughs> testicle things, and some and some of them, some of them just to fill the cases were truck nuts. This is a real thing, actually, uh, for those of you who think it might be false. People who no. have. Really? Ab- absolutely. As you can get a prosthetic uh, a testicle if you are self-conscious because you've had one or two removed. Absolutely. I did not know that. 
Joel, you can double check that, but I'm no, not. That's mean, true. Yeah, I okay. don't need to look it up. But you can't get like a heated one, is my point. No. No. Yeah. no, and I don't think you're allowed to get a third one added if you've got two real ones. I okay. think I think well, I don't know. You know, in this You would have to find a doctor. It'd be kinda cool if it, it would be kinda cool if that was like a secret weapon that you had attached to your body. Yeah. Like a nut laser. No, what about if you had like a just a, a unique thing to hit on women like, hey, I've got three balls. I've got to see. <laughs> yeah. And she or he is like, show me. <laughs> Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. Have you tried the new Target Circle? It's the same program you know and love, now with automatic deals. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. And try the new Target Circle 360. It's for the VIP Target shoppers. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash Circle card. Seven ten. My waste of time. It was written by Andy Schwartz, directed by Chris Koch. I hang out with Andy Schwartz, and Andy Schwartz, as we've told you, is the grandson of the legendary Sherman Schwartz, who created many TV shows, including The Brady Brunch and Gilligan's Island. Right? Yes, Donald? Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island, which I grew up on. I think I've told you that I, my mom would judge time for me as a child. I'd say, "How much longer?" and she'd say, two Gilligan's Islands." Hmm. <laughs> Uh, and, and Chris Koch, who was one of our favorite directors of the show, Scrubs. Um, so Dr. Cox has become the intern chief of medicine because Kelso has retired. He's the new chief of medicine, yes. Yes, and he wants to be called chief by everybody. I understand that. Yes, he would like anyone to refer to him as the chief. And uh, they've I got like, a- I like his and Jordan's little storyline where they sit on the couch and do all of the work while the brain trust has now taken over. Uh, Kelso's office, right, as, as the new clubhouse. Yes, the Brain Trust has has planted themselves. Um, they're they're um, what do you call it? Squatting. They're squatting yeah. in in Kelso's office. <laughs> Ted and Todd and Doug and the janitor have taken it over, and that's where they plan to hold all their try daily. Now, keep in mind they have try daily 
Brain trust meetings. Meetings, meetings yes. <laughs> How long is each meeting, though? I don't know. But also, like, you know, the janitor clearly isn't cleaning anything. Well, Doug, not on Tuesdays, we learn. We also learn he doesn't clean anything on Tuesdays. The brain trust does. Yes, he makes the brain trust clean. <laughs> now, 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 Ted is the lawyer for the hospital. Todd is the top surgeon at the hospital. Yes. Doug is the... Um, the more, the morticiary, the more, the mortician? Yes. No, when, that's not what you call it. When, what do you call it when you're a morgue doctor? It's not mortician. Joe, will you look oh, that up for us? Yeah. We, are, we, we fake doctors don't know that word. There's a term for it. But anyway, he's so fucked up. He brings a brain to the brain trust meeting. But that's such a great <laughs> idea. But as a freaking, as a, as a mascot, a brain? As a mascot, he brings a, a brain, brain for in the a brain jar. trust? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think it's a very responsible of him as a as a doctor. No, but it's not responsible for them to have tri daily meetings ever that's, either. That's true. I don't think anybody, no matter what your job is, should have tri daily meetings. Uh, I don't think that's right. Yes, Joel. Coroner. Oh, he's a coroner. Coroner, really? no coroner. Isn't I think really, I, coroner is related I, to crime. I've seen a pathologist. 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 That's, that's the term I was Pathologist. Medical examiner. A pathologist oh. is what he is. Okay. I don't know. If you're no. out there and if you work out, in the hospital, you and can you yell. Work in you the can morgue. yell the right answer at your phone or your device. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a pathologist because a coroner, I think, is crime related. Oh, think, there's also yes. a a diner, a diner, d i e n e r. A diner is a morgue worker responsible for handling, moving, and cleaning the corpse. No, but that's at the morgue when you're getting ready to for a funeral. I think yeah. when when it comes into the hospital, it's a pathologist. Pathologist a, probably. It's some, isn't it a morgue in the hospital though? Yes. Morgue. Yes, but I don't think, if I'm not mistaken, you can be a mortician and not a doctor, right? Yeah. Well, yes. pathologists perform sense. the autopsies to determine the cause of death, so that's probably what we're yeah. talking about here. All right. There's so many doctors and nurses screaming Lots at of their doctors. devices right now. <laughs> I think Doug is a pathologist. Yes. Well, I'm the one who decided that, so thank you. <laughs> um, there's an issue with Plomox. decide. It wasn't official until I said it. Oh, okay. So you made it I'm official. I'm going to just say, you decided it. But I made it official. So I got it. Thank you for that. Okay, cool. yeah. Hey, um, Daniel. No, yes. not Daniel. Well, Daniel, uh, you can listen too. But <laughs> sure. um, I meant Donald. <laughs> um, there's an issue with Plomox. Now, Plomox we established way many seasons ago with Heather Had Locklear, Locklear. Yes. and which is which is a you know commentary on how these drugs are pushed um, in to doctors um, by their sales reps. And now we've learned this many years later that Plomox could be killing people who take it if they have diabetes. They ask, uh, they call Kelso to see if he'll help with this new issue, and he starts cackling. He's like, that ain't my problem anymore. I don't work there. Right. I'm over it. Now, uh, Elliot becomes obsessed with if um, if she is is uh, guilty of, 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 excuse me, responsible for losing a patient because of this new Plomox problem, and she's going to go seek him out. And that is sort of the main storyline for JD and Elliot that he's going to go with her uh, and help find a patient that uh, that she's concerned uh, she may have caused harm to. She wants to make sure he's alive. Meanwhile, well, uh, yeah, and, and we think it's for certain reasons, and it turns out to be for another. Yes, and Turk's storyline uh, really focuses around uh, Carla wants another baby. Yes. And I don't understand what Turks, I know Turk is like, yo, dude, I don't know if we can afford, or even if we can't afford, you, you know, the way that you jumped into it isn't necessarily 
you know, you're just springing it on me and I have to agree with it. Like, but Turk, get over it, dude. That's sex. That's so much sex, man. And that, you know, Turk is based off of Donald Faison. And I don't mean to speak of myself in a third person. I don't mean to speak of myself in a third person, but if it were me, right. I would shut the fuck up and start fucking. Right. Well, at the end of the episode, Turk pulls a full Donald phase on and acquiesces when yes. he learns that he can have sex anytime, Every day. anytime he wants for a month, he can tap her shoulder. Yes. And she got to give it up. Yeah. So that was very Donald Faison-esque of Turk. That sounds like the best deal ever. And after- Yeah, but all right. But okay. now, like, you don't want another kid now, do you? But I got the shit. I got the shit snipped. Oh, well, so, so no. <laughs> But I'm saying in the spirit, for those people who are, who can relate, you finally get the baby handled. It's uh, he or she is sleeping through the night. They got rid of their nanny who they realized was stealing Turks rice puddings. They've got it dialed. And I'm sure so many parents can relate. You finally well, got it dialed. Wait, before and we she's start, like, I want another baby. I want to talk to, I'm going to bring Casey up in here because this is very similar to what happened with us. So, Daniel. Play that motherfucking music. Casey, come down here. I don't know nothing about raising these fools. So tell me what to do. I don't know nothing about raising these kids. And that's what it is. Okay, so we're talking about how... Tom Cruise? No, we're not talking about Tom Cruise. <laughs> we, should be talking, we should be talking about Tom Cruise. I'm going to say something right now. Go ahead. I love how I'm Casey gonna, really a, wanted. The only thing she wanted to talk about was Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I'm, I'm a digress, but I'm going to say something right now. The fact that he didn't get nominated for Best Actor is is a freaking is blasphemy for everyone out there who is like. But it's uh, look. Let's put it this way. He saved cinema. He brought everybody back to the movie theaters. Mm -hmm. My ass wasn't going to a movie theater, but I went for Top Gun. Right. <laughs> this, right. Not only did not only is it a great movie. He carries it. He carries the biggest movie of the year. The biggest movie of the year, he carries it. And mm. he saved cinema and brought everybody back to the movie theaters. If that's not enough to at least get a nomination, mm. you can't add one more no or at least a lifetime achievement? Yeah. Like, y'all gotta give him something, man. Because this is some bullshit now, man. And I never thought I'd ever jump up and stand on a Tom Cruise soapbox in my life. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. This is passionate. But you got to keep it 100, man. That dude saved movie theaters. You know what I mean? The, the few that are still left, everybody went and sat in to see that movie. More no. than Thor, more than Black Panther, more than all of these Marvel movies and everything. More than, the, the, more than to the, what's been rocking the box office for the last 10, 15 years. He stepped in and did something. He did a military movie. And people went and saw that shit during the pandemic. Come on, bro. You're killing me. Hold on. Okay, so, babe, what okay. we're talking about. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> so what we're talking about is, we're talking about, um, remember we were when talking we were about, Try and share your phones. When, when, we, when we had just had Rock on, he was so cute. And he was in the bed and everything like that. And he was lying down. And you were like, I want to have another one. Um, and then we, and then what changed our minds in the middle of, well, well, that's well, what he's talking about. Just so you get what's happening in the episode is they've just finally got the baby dialed in, the baby's sleeping and uh, through the night, and they're popping champagne because they're like, yeah. it's a whole new chapter. And then Turk is so happy that they finally got it dialed. And then 
Carla says to him, I want another baby. And, and yeah. Donald said, I got to bring Casey down here. <laughs> yeah, because you honestly, you think, oh, my God, this is so awesome. This is so easy. We made it through. We're there. And then so we start fucking and trying to get pregnant. And you fuck around, you're going to find out. That's what that's real Because I'm like, fuck let's around, do it. Why out. wouldn't we have five? This is so awesome. It's not near as hard as we thought it would be. That's he's sleeping 12 hours. <laughs> he's this, he's that. So then we we were doing it for like a month, not really focused on it, but just casually, like not being safe. Right. No, we were focused. So wait, hold on. Well, hold on. Focused. <laughs> not like he was focused. I wasn't like taking. I wasn't look, the calendar. Let's put it this way: I wasn't trying to put the baby in her yet. I was still trying to have foreplay for a couple of months. Yeah. Right. Okay, well, you were well, trying well, to. But you were trying to um, draw it out because you've yeah, been given like, permission I didn't want it for to lots be of sex. Month and, of fucking, yeah, you, you were worried like, pregnant. what if I get her fun. pregnant too quick? Um, well, then I'm not going right, to get my month I'm of fun. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna be honest. This fucker started walking at ten months. Mm-hmm. And we were but like, this Whoa. fucker. This fucker. She means Rocco. She means Rocco. <laughs> By this fucker, she means her son. I was like, she means our Whoa. son when she says this fucker. This and fucker. for anybody, nobody obviously listening knows my son, but Rocco was born with the most insane amount of energy of any child I've ever seen till this day. And when he started walking, I was like, Oh fuck that! I don't want another kid right now. And then I was like, Oh fuck! I'm pregnant. <laughs> it took so long to get pregnant the first time that you don't think oh that was in the best four part. weeks i'm oh. gonna be pregnant that was the best part she said i want to get pregnant and then we started having sex and it all right so part of it's sad because it wasn't working at first but the other part was is that she was resilient and was like well it didn't work that time let's get back up in there and do it some more <laughs> <laughs> if he if he could get me Word. pregnant now he would yeah. No, wait no, a minute. I, I don't mean not. it like that. No. <laughs> if, if we could have sex I mean, right now, could, yes, I would. Yes. Pretend to impregnate me every day, he would. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does. I mean, he does. That actually. <laughs> 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 you guys are so cute. I mean, they're like. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Okay. All right, take I'm the headphones. Like, Bye, Casey. Bye, Bye Casey. <laughs> Listen, Bye, couple Casey. goals, guys, right? So couple cute. goals. So cute. They're so cute. They're so in love. We're making it through, yo. This is really difficult. Moving into a new place with your spouse is really hard. Yeah, they say moving is one of the most uh, stressful things for people. That and and public speaking are are two of the things that... Hold on. She wants to talk some more. Hold on. I've now sparked another... Yeah, you created a monster. (laughs) Oh, no. I have to tell you this because I'm going to put this fucker on blast. Oh, here we go. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, let's go. (laughs) I got new floors for this house. This is all I've wanted for 10 years. Shout out. This is my Christmas, birthday, anniversary, Valentine every day for the next 10 years, okay? No, it's not, but yeah, you got it. Anyway, I get these floors. This fucker, also, I packed and I packed the entire family. Donald packed his animation. (laughs) (laughs) I go, me and I'm the seventh mover. Me and six guys move our entire house. While I'm working, though. While Donald's working in his defense. But I'm also doing manual labor with these guys. Right. You know, they even made me go get coffee at one point because they were like, (laughs) you're in our way. (laughs) So I'm stressed out. She did the hand gesture. You know it's a problem when she does it when the hands go like this. So so anyway. Anyway, we, this this man, we we get into the house. And he's trying to test the key. This is after he's been at work for two days, getting, you know, glamorized and all this shit. Right. He wants to test the keys. 
I walk off to go in the backyard to deal with the kids. And he, here comes my kid. Rocco's like, dad needs you. He needs you. And I come back in. I'm like, what's wrong? And I open the door. He's like, I said I was checking the keys. Why the, why would you walk away? I'm locked out of the house. And I was like, oh my God, we're all here. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And he had just, and I'll be honest, he hadn't smoked all day. Oh, <laughs> he was grumpy. He didn't have his he, medicine. He laid into me and I'm like, you haven't done shit. What right. the fuck? And I'm going off on him like, are you kidding me? Because you couldn't hold, you couldn't get in the house? Walk to the driveway. Like the garage is open. And he's yelling at me. So then he's like, I'm badass. I'm going to go upstairs in his mind. He's like, I'm going to start moving shit. He goes upstairs and starts throwing boxes and moving shit and scratches. No. Oh, no. My floor. I swear it was like, I was like a meth head that just dropped the last fix. <laughs> no. I, I fell on the ground crying. I was oh, like, Casey. my floor, why would you do this? You haven't, you haven't lifted a thing in fucking two weeks and you're going to do this and scratch my floor. He's like, this is the other thing because he just came off a job. I will, in his defense, he's never been like this. So I don't want people to think he's that guy. He's never been like this. <laughs> he's like, I paid for this shit. I'll, I'll scratch. I'll scratch this shit if I want this oh, my God. shit. And I was no. like, who the fuck are you? And my, and my kids are standing there. I was like, you don't do shit. This is, this is the first time ever our, our kids, kids have, have never seen, seen us have an oh, argument. This Your is kids have never seen you fight the whole time you've been together. No, because we only, the... the only thing we fight about really is sex. Well, that's a whole other episode. (laughs) Anyway. So then you guys fucked on the floor. No. So my my kids start crying. They're like, what's happening? Don't yell. And This new house is cursed. And Wilder's hitting Donald. She goes, don't talk to my mom like that. Oh, my God. And he's like, this is my house. I'll pay for this. So I was like, I quit. I'm out. And I went and packed a bag. Fucking threw it in the car. This, this was is, this, this is was, what moving does. This oh my that, god, yeah. shit got wow. dramatic. This my is dramatic. My kids are bawling. They're like, "Don't where were leave you? Us. Where were you going with your bag?" <laughs> well, I got in my car and I was like, "I'm going to a hotel and I'm getting all the massages I can get." <laughs> and I drove around. I drove around, and then my kids start FaceTiming me. They're like, "Don't leave us!" Oh <laughs> so then I drove around, and I almost went to a bar because I was like, "I need a drink." And then I almost like whatever. I just was so pissed. I was like, "I need to get away." I told the kids, I was like, "This is a grown-up thing. We love you. I just need some space because I don't want to use my body. I want to use my words, and I need to come up with my words because all I want to do is use my body right now." <laughs> and <laughs> So I drove around and then I finally came home and had to stay upstairs because I refused to come downstairs because we weren't talking. Mm. So he and I'd been crazy, craving pizza for two weeks. This fucker ordered all this pizza and was like, come on, kids, let's eat. Oh so I had to God. sit up in my room. So how did you finally how did you finally make up? What happened? Oh, I apologize. The next morning oh. I came downstairs. He was like, sorry, I scratched your floor. I was like, sorry, I didn't help you get in the house. Oh, oh! See, my, my kids are my kids are and like. Then we yeah, then we had to have sex. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, bye, 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 bye. Wow, what a story! I have Legendary. so many. Oh, I have so many this questions. Is what happens 
this is what happens though, man, when you move into a new house. It's funny because before she came back, I was going like, mm, couple goals. You guys are so you guys have it so <laughs> no, dialed. I know, I know. And then I she know. told a story about packing up and leaving and the kids are crying in the driveway. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, man. But that's what this does, man. It takes you to another level and you wind up saying things that you didn't think you'd say, you know, and Parenting and familying and it's hard, man. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. It's hard enough to take care of yourself. Imagine having to take care of other people and feeling the pressure and the responsibility of having to do that shit. You know, yeah. I'm so I am one of the luckiest people on the planet that my wife doesn't take shit personally. You know what I mean? Like or personal, you know, when it comes from me. And she understands that I'm venting. And that I'm, and 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 that maybe I'm tired or whatever it is. Well, and the good news you know? is that you can uh, apologize and uh, make up, and that's the important part, and take responsibility, and not just uh, and and that was smart of you. It sounds like you both kind of hit a breaking point and had to have it out, and then it sounds like you had some nice makeup sex, and uh, you apologized, and it was all good. Word. Yeah. On that note, everybody, let's take a quick break, and we will come back and actually talk about the TV show Scrubs. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Have you tried the new Target Circle? It's the same program you know and love, now with automatic deals. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. And try the new Target Circle 360. It's for the VIP Target shoppers. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash Circle card. Likes a little ass play, dude. And we're back. Everybody likes a little ass play, dude. They do. Oh, yeah. Now, Donald, uh, talking about scrubs. Okay, speaking let's talk of about ass play, Donald. No. Speaking of <laughs> ass play, Donald. All right, so we go into so we're in Walmart and um, we're talking about all the different um, t- prosthetic testicles Turk can get. One says, "I'm with stupid," and has an arrow pointing to the real testicle. And then we go into the very rare uh, fantasy within a fantasy. And, yes. Um, and, Turk, oh gosh. Turk has selected a testicle that also has a hand warmer in it. 
And we have, we're on an ice fishing trip with Dr. Cox and Todd. And somehow we fell through the ice. All four of us fell through the ice. Is it that what happened? It looks like. Because they're yes, wet. I, I they're think wet. The, I think I, I think the implication was that all four of us fell through the ice, but your ball testicle warmer has magically dried you. Yes. And we're shivering in the cold. And, and Cox yeah. notices and says, is it Cox or the Todd? But they notice that. Yeah, notices, well, why aren't you cold? Why aren't you shivering? Yeah. And Turk says, all right, fine. Come on, guys. Yeah. And then, and then we, there's a smash cut. Yes. To probably and one of the best shots I've ever seen in Scrubs history. I think we should post it to, to advertise this <laughs> episode. I, I think I might. It's the I, most homoerotic thing that's probably ever been on NBC. Yeah. Well, there's, there's three well, naked men gathered Will and around. Will Grace was on NBC, so I don't know. Did Will and Grace ever have three shirtless men gathered around another man's naked balls? <laughs> not that I can recall. <laughs> no. Not that I can remember. No. No. <laughs> I sent the picture audience to the group and said, can you believe this was on NBC? It's very funny. But anyway, we're all gathered. And Donald, excuse me, Turk says, careful, y'all. That bad boy runs hot. Yes. <laughs> and then I say, you're telling me. And I turn and I've got a ball burn mark on my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> this is how familiar JD feels with Turk. I rested that nut on my face. Yes, because <laughs> it's your best friend and you're allowed. And I was cold. I was that cold. Oh my God. And then we also, then we cut to the end of the cold open where Todd comes into the hospital's uh, waiting room and says best trip ever ice fishing five and he's got ball burns all over his face body and hand from yes. from clutching and cuddling Turk's ball warm warm what the hell happened in that ice fishing tent I, I feel like it was a broke back mountain trip yeah I think she I, I, I implied shit went down because yeah. listen um, we've seen broke back mountain we know what can happen in a tent Mm-hmm. And um, I think you took your balls out and we were cold. And everybody, everybody. And you know what? Everybody likes a little ass play, <laughs> no doubt. Everybody got a little warm. All right, that's the end of the cold open, um, which is <laughs> just, just the cold open. It's pretty epic. Okay, so t- Ted, we learned, just learned how to open up his briefcase. Right. And it's taken years for him to do it also. Yes. And... and um, he says, I, he says to Dr. Cox, I'm now your number two. So anything you need, I got you. And right. Cox says, okay, that's great. Can you do me a favor and file this and go get me a coffee? Right. And Ted, uh, in that moment, tries to open his briefcase again. And he's forgotten how now. And he's forgotten how. He's like, I just had it. So there you go. In all the seasons of Scrubs you've watched up to now, that briefcase, he just holds to look like a lawyer. He does not know how to open it. And he's never put anything inside of it or taken anything out. Now, the janitor decides to give him a pep talk and says, you know, and he reminds him about his first day of work. And we flash back to young Ted meeting Cox for the first time. He has hair. He's in a very dapper 70s outfit. And uh, Kelso says, would you mind doing me one tiny little favor? (laughs) And he goes, sure. Sure. And we cut to him, and the favor is that he cleans Kelso's car with a toothbrush to get the dead cat guts off of it that he hit. 
and, and that's Kelso, how the and that's how their relationship began. Yes, and Kelso uh, reveals that he 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 says the cat was was a fast fast little guy. He had to he had to cross over two lanes of the highway to get him. <laughs> just to reveal how evil Kelso is. Or he saw the cat and was like. So it wasn't the cat jumped out in front no, of him. No, he went no. for him. He crossed two lanes. <laughs> oh, look at the cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bang. Yeah, that's Kelso. Wow. Um, so, so anyway, the, the point is that the janitor is giving Ted a pep talk. Don't, don't, you have, a, you have the chance to start anew. Be a confident man. Put your shoulders back. You know, you're not going to be a, 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 you know, a gopher anymore. And so Ted goes back to Dr. Cox and says, you know, my job is not to get you coffee. I am not going to do that. I am not your gopher. Yes. And Cox says, okay, fine. You don't have to do that. That's fair enough. What's up? That's what's up. And Ted celebrates like he's just won the lottery. <laughs> yeah, he's never, he's like, he's never been so happy in his whole life. He can't believe it. He's having like an orgasm. He's never won this. before. He's yes. never had a win this big before. Yes. The ability to stop getting his boss coffee. For years and years and years has ended. And he has so much confidence that the, the janitor says, why don't you ask a girl out? And oh, we see God. we see uh, the beautiful Shalina, the beautiful Shalina, who is uh, Sarah's stand in um, plays a nurse. And he comes up to her and he says, OK, go, come on, go ask her out. And he goes, Cindy, I want to make you pregnant. <laughs> and he's she like, OK. Off. And she runs off, of, of course. And he's like, OK, <laughs> well, let's uh, walk before we run in so many words. But uh, he's created a monster because Ted has found himself. Not only has Ted found himself, but Ted realizes, listen, I have a voice and it right. needs to be heard. Right. And he really, really wants to play cards on Tuesday nights. He informs the brain trust that that's what he wants to do. Yes. And the janitor's like, no, you're, you're not a decider. You don't decide what happens the brain trust activities. I'm the decider in this situation. Right. The janitor says that it's not a democracy. It's a, it's a dictatorship, dictatorship disguised as a democracy and that he, the janitor, is in charge. But it's too late because he's created a monster. And Ted is so mad that he splits up into, <laughs> he, the, into the brain bunch. Yeah, <laughs> he splits off he the said, brain trust. Yeah, he, he splits the brain trust in half and forms his own uh, group called the Brain Bunch. Right. And at that, first, that, at that, first first, that, shit was, that shit was hilarious. Why too. is Todd, when he's flexing, making that noise? He's making like a, a, a what is that noise when, when people do that to breasts? Why is he making a, water, a motorboating noise when he's because flexing? He's really excited to be a part of the Brain Trust. And Doug is really excited to be a part of the Brain Bunch. That shit was hilarious. Ooh, wow, the Brain Bunch. And then Todd goes over to the janitor. Brain trust, I'm staying. And then he makes a muscle. <laughs> and the janitor goes, yeah. He goes, hey, do you think we could switch? Because I'd rather have <laughs> Doug. Doug instead. And then they switch. And Todd's still excited about being in the Brain Bunch. He's just as excited. So he makes the motorboat sound again. Yeah, and, and then he flexes again. <laughs> Brain yeah. bunch. <laughs> it just makes no sense. I understand no. <laughs> why he was motorboating while flexing. It's the Todd. He's hilarious, though. Yeah. I, I mean, this was his episode. He had so uh, many great moments in it. So then we cut when, to like, a... when, cause We could go back, though, when he's like, he's like, <laughs> when they, he, calls the, he calls the brain trust meeting into order, and Todd goes, I'd like to make a, may I make a motion? 
<laughs> That's true. Yeah. And he goes, if you mean by standing up and humping the air, if that's what's you making, mean by making me- some sexual gesture, then sure, no. Right. Then no. And he goes, so I'd like to strike that then. And he goes, withdrawn. <laughs> withdrawn, yeah, withdrawn. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Uh, yeah, All right, so JD and Elliot are on this very. This kind of went nowhere. I, I mean, they, I thought when the lights changed that y'all were gonna kiss, man. When it got all sunny, I know. In that, I know. Wait, 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 before you get to that, yes, of yeah. course. The uh, John Inwood has such a tell with his cinematography that when it gets when it gets all warm lighting and uh, and and the lens is like has filters, soft filters in front of it. It's like, oh, it's gonna be a romantic scene because they're clearly. Well, they're clearly beginning. We'll get there, but they're clearly starting it back up again. But anyway, this whole JD and and, and Elliot at the at the fast food chain thing, I didn't think was I thought was sort of random. But the point is, is that he wishes Turk was there because so he and Turk around. would have a, some some adventure and goof around somehow. And she's like, "That's so rude. Why are you wishing somebody else was here? I can goof around." They put up a sign that requires people to yell at the at the drive-in, which causes the man to be pulled into a car and driven off. The cops come. I didn't think it was all that funny. Um, and you didn't go to jail for any of it either. Like, it didn't make did, much sense. If, I, I like, think they just needed a, they just needed a reason for. Although that is the funniest jackass. And this could be because of, of jackass being out at the time when they kidnapped uh, uh, Brad Pitt in front of Pink's hot, hot dog. And the <laughs> people are like, yeah, no. They call the cops. The people call the cops and they're like, no, listen, no. Yes, I'm at Pink's. Brad Pitt has just been kidnapped. I was there. <laughs> that, was a, that, that was the jackass thing they did? That was a jackass thing. Mm-hmm. So and I so, think maybe in some way they were trying to, I don't know. I don't know. I don't what know. Was this, if, you, if you analyze what was the story beat point, it was that Jade, that J.D. and Elliot are kind of starting to hang out again and flirting a little bit. But she's jealous that he'd rather hang out with Turk, I guess, is what the beat is. Yeah, I mean, or that she wants to hang out with him and do she wants to she wants to take their relationship to a different level now is really what the beat is. The beat is I can do all of those things that you do with Turk. If you want to hang out with somebody, you should hang out with me. It's not that she's it's not that she's jealous. She's pretty much putting herself out there and JD. I don't know, man. When the light, when the when the shit changed, I thought, oh, JD knows that she's putting herself out there. But then he didn't do nothing about it at the end. Yeah, I was but, like, I don't but, understand but then then we'll get to the ending. But it's clear yeah. that dun dun dun, they're gonna yeah. fucking start hooking up again. All right, <laughs> right. so they did this legal custodians uh, spoof of a sitcom, which uh, with, with <laughs> what was what's this? What is this? I'm a lawyer. I'm a janitor. Together we adopted a kid. We're legal custodians. Get it? Get it? We're legal custodians? Now, the funniest thing, funnier than the sitcom uh, spoof, was that that, that we call it back with that Chiron on the graphic on the bottom of the screen. Now, NBC, I don't know if NBC still does this. I don't really watch NBC anymore. But um, Well, you will be this fall or this (laughs) fall when the show that I'm doing with Mike O'Malley, the lovely... Lovely Abigail Spencer and John Cryer, the handsome yes. John Cryer, comes out. Yeah, what's it called? We don't have a name yet. Okay. Well, I'll definitely be watching it. But NBC, um, d- d- at the time, was doing this thing where they would put giant 
graphic ads, like a football game kind of shit, at the bottom of your show that you worked so hard on promoting like the next show that was coming up. And you'd be like, you know, we worked so hard on this. Can you not put your ads like over didn't, the fucking show? Didn't sometimes the ads have sound too and would take away from, I don't know. They I don't, don't have remember. sound, but they were so distracting. And I remember just being like, uh, I mean. Didn't it, start off, it, didn't it start off with the boom, boom, boom? And then it would, and then it would. I don't, I don't know if it, during the shows there was sound, but I remember they were big. So anyway, this was Bill making fun of that by by having calling back the joke and having the graphic come that big across the screen, <laughs> which I thought was funny. And then, by the way, when you cut back to Baby Sam, who's so adorable, um, sitting on the cafeteria table, you can see that he's looking at the the boom mic because I think this happens <laughs> a lot with, with with children. You know, when you have a, you'll see it a lot in movies now that I pointed out, but when you have a baby particularly or a small child, they're often looking up because what's dangling right above their head is the boom mic. And a kid has no idea why that's there. It just looks like something to play with or touch. Well, so the, crazy, the, the, the crazy thing is that kids have mobiles when, they, mobiles when they're growing up. Right. And so, and that's made for them to reach at and, and, you know, be curious about and stuff like that. So you throw a boom mic at a kid. Look, just because they're on TV and are professional <laughs> actors and shit don't mean that they're not children, that they're not babies. I know. So they see the boom mic and they're like, a mobile. I know. So now you audience members will will notice that. You know, how many times you see babies and little kids looking straight up because they're looking at the boom mic that's dangling over their head. In fact, in uh, in my new movie, A Good Person, coming out March 24th. Can't wait. Um, please go see it. You can watch the trailer on YouTube. Um, we had this adorable uh, toddler, and he he was very talkative um, in in the scene with Florence. And I was just, I was just kind of getting him to chat with Florence, and and he would just, and I was just shooting the whole thing because it was so natural and real. And he was just kind of stay, and he didn't know he was in character. He was just talking to Florence, and I was I was planning on using a lot of it because it was just perfect. And then all of a sudden, he looks up at the boom mic, and he and he and he goes, "What are you guys doing up there?" Oh, no. <laughs> cutie what are you guys up to up there that's sweet and it was so sweet and cute um but you were but, like uh, i can't make the movie no i didn't use that obviously but i used other things with him just naturally talking to her not not barely knowing i don't even know if he knew he was in a movie he was just chatting with florence it was awesome that's wonderful okay when they do this announcement gag so the this is so broad, but Cox, as the as the new chief, has doesn't want his office is now the 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 doctor's lounge. So he's moved the guy who does hospital announcements into that room. It's almost like a like an airplane Zucker Brothers yeah. joke. Um, and then when he's doing his announcements, where he's like, um, "Jordan, you look nice today," and they cut to that uh, Carla with a patient. That patient that Carla's with is uh, Buddy, who was a. Uh, an that older, is Buddy. I was yeah. wondering, yeah. He was an older guy who was our uh, generator operator um, for the show. And so he had, a, I just wanted to point out, he had a cameo there. Also, uh, in the background, I didn't know if you saw this, but the guy that won the auction to be a background performer on uh, in Scrubs is in the scene where the janitor's uh, uh, bigging up Ted. I don't know if you noticed in the background. He's there as a doctor. When he's digging up Ted, what do you mean? Bigging up, bigging like oh, so what does that mean? Bigging up. When you gas, when you gas somebody, when you get somebody ready for a oh, that's called bigging them up. When you when you when you so like when you're like yo, I I got got this this. I got this audition. I don't know what I'm gonna do, and I'm like go for yours. Oh, then you're bigging me up. I'm trying to get you ready. 
Oh, I always big you up on 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 FaceTime and on the phone. No doubt. You That's got this. You got this. That's how we do it. That's you got to be a, supportive. I when you're showing you a, support. When I send you a gift that is inspiring. You don't be sending me inspiring gifts. You be sending yes, me gifts I do. to make me laugh, man. Yeah, I do. You only respond to some of them, though. You guys you know have that friend out there that you send funny gifts to and they only respond to some of them? Stop. It's the worst. So I saw a mic cord in my orange sweater. Did you see the mic cord? I did see the mic cord. When I walk into camera, too. That's even crazier. Um, so, you know, we all have these hidden mics. In fact, um, Joe Foglia, our genius sound mixer for all seasons of Scrubs. Uh, you fucked up on this one, though, Joe. He did fuck up. Well, you know why he fucked up? Tanya, because, you fucked up too? Uh, Joe figured out um, early on that the stethoscopes we wear around our neck would often uh, hit where the hidden mic is underneath our scrubs. So he built the microphones into the stethoscopes. Oh. Genius. Yeah. Genius. Very cool. It's very smart and very clever, and, and that way uh, they didn't uh, hit each other. And then obviously if you had a scene where your stethoscope needed to come off for some reason, uh, we, he would switch to a normal mic. But, you know, every movie you see, especially nowadays, people have wireless mics hidden on their clothing. And the mic it needs to go the, – the wire needs to go in a clever way. Usually they kind of take it around your, your pectoralis major or your breast so it's hidden. But definitely, there's a zoom into Donald's orange shirt, and you can definitely see a mic wire. For yeah, those you of you who wire. love fuck-ups. This is the one. <laughs> um, how about But the, I, uh, I will say this. We, had, we, we probably had the most awesome. Joe's gone on to work with Bill on so many other things. Joe, Joe was Kevin, just on the new. Tanya, um, all of them have gone on to work with Bill on so many other things. Both Joe and Kevin, who was our boom up, um, were on the uh, Bill's new show with Vince Vaughn um, that I was um, that I in which I acted. Um, yes, in, down in um, in Florida. Um, it's pretty. There was this meta moment where JD, when Cox is like, "What are you doing?" and JD says, "I'm just doing this thing where I use a slice of wisdom from someone else's life to solve a problem in my own life." And he goes, "I do it almost every week." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was cute. I thought that was a. It's also a great message. You know what I mean? You get you get inspiration from so many places. Yeah. Why not look at some of the things that you see out there and apply it to yourself? Exactly. We all really do do that. Maybe not in voiceover for millions and millions of people, but and maybe not and and maybe not weekly. Yeah. Um. Hey. Um. It, so it ends with this scene with the with the warm lighting and the soft filters. That is clearly. Uh, a tell that um, there's a little bit of romance brewing again. Uh-oh. Because it ends. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I want to hang out with you. And then it cuts to them. Uh, we're, all in the, we're all in the coffee shop. Donald, uh, excuse me, Turk taps Carla for some sex. We know that, that that's going to happen. And, and it ends with this, you know, camera, you know, going up and craning up and moving back as J.D. and Elliot adorably play with the child. And uh, it doesn't take much to figure out that something's brewing. You know, this whole episode is about compromise. And it's also about fear of what, what your past can do to you, too. Like, Elliot is so happy that the person that she gave Plomox to didn't die because of her, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, so, uh, and not to this extent, but this is what we all go through in life. Like, you know, you pray that your fuck-ups from the past don't come to bite you in the ass in the future, right? You pray that those things- And that you like, learn and that you learn from them. And that you, right. Saying that I bought this shit, this is my shit to my wife and stuff like that. 
I promise you that's going to come back and bite me in the ass. Well, good for you for, for listen, I think the most important, we all say something we regret. The important thing is that when you calm down, you go and take responsibility and apologize. And in that story with Casey, obviously it sounds like it went a smidgen far with packing a bag and leaving. And wanting to go to a bar when she said, I wanted to go to a bar. I was like, what? But anyway, you're going to find at a bar. The moral of the story is that when y'all calm down, that you were able to take responsibility and say, I'm sorry. And um, I think that's that's what we all aspire in a, in a relationship when we fuck up with our friendships, our family, mm-hmm. our lovers. And there's a perfect example with Scrubs where there's a lot of miscommunication. And, uh, you know, these people all have the the wherewithal to recognize that they're not coming 100% in the relationship and speak yeah. well, up Tur- for themselves. Well, Turk's about to come 100% in his relationship. He's about to come 110% <laughs> up in that. What you trying to get into one day soon? What you trying to do? All right, listen. So we did some chat. GPT. This is the weirdest thing ever, but you know what? I'm, gonna gonna, try I'm here it. for it. Listen, I it. think I think it's funny. It's very zeitgeisty, I think. Uh, right, Daniel? And I think it's... Uh, this, by the way, this is the penultimate episode of Scrub Season 7. Uh, next week, we will do the Princess Bride episode for you. The which season is, finale. Which is the season finale. Um, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to take a quick break, and we will come back, and we will read what the chat GBT robot thought was good Scrubs material. We'll be right back. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Have you tried the new Target Circle? It's the same program you know and love, now with automatic deals. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. And try the new Target Circle 360. It's for the VIP Target shoppers. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle card. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. 
Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash real friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. And we're back. And we're back. Fuck your sound effects. Fuck, 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 fuck your sound effects machine. All right. We're back, everybody. Um, all right. So I asked uh, chat GPT. I said, write uh, a scene for from the TV show Scrubs where JD and Turk talk about guy love. And now we will perform the robot's writing for you. Are you ready, Donald? I believe I am. And I'll read the stage directions when they come up. Uh, okay, Donald? Uh-huh. Okay, here we go. This is the first scene of Scrubs that's been written since the show was canceled. And, um, and uh, it was written by a robot. Hey, Turk, what's up? Not much. Just hanging out. What's up with you? Uh, just thinking about the concept of guy love. Oh, you, you mean like how we love each other? Yeah, exactly. But is it just a friendship or is it something more? Man, it's definitely <laughs> something more. We're like brothers, but better. Yeah, I know what you mean, but some people might think it's weird or even gay. <laughs> <laughs> JD, we're not gay. We just love each other in a special way. <laughs> and who cares what other people think? We know how we feel, and that's all that matters. You're absolutely right, Turk. You're absolutely right. I love you, man. I love you too, JD. High five? <laughs> high five. And then the stage direction says they high five. Now let's go get some shawarma. Now you're talking, but Turk would say, now that's what I'm talking about. Well, it got close, and then they exit the room. I mean, come on, thunderous applause. <laughs> I like that it's a, I, what I love about it is like a more you know campaign. The more you know, guy love isn't gay. <laughs> <laughs> what did, uh, Joelle, Dale, your thoughts on the robot's writing? <laughs> Uh, I feel safe. Everyone keeps saying AI is going to take our jobs, but I feel strongly that probably won't happen. <laughs> I just think AI, I think AI is going to go racist. That's all. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it takes input from the internet. So, yes, eventually it will. Eventually. AI is going to be like, thing. AI going to be saying some of the hardest shit that anybody's ever heard. <laughs> yeah, well, didn't that happen, uh, Joelle? They, 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 they taught it's it. happened a few mm-hmm. times. It's happened they a may- couple of times it- now. It became uh it became an alt writer like real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to shut that down. <laughs> oh my goodness. Fucking a, dude. All right, wait. All right. So now, um, guy loves scene two. Yes, guy loves scene two. Donald, you ready? Yeah. Tell me when you're ready to perform. I think I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Um, here are the stage directions. JD and Turk are sitting in the doctor's lounge drinking coffee. JD is flipping through a magazine while Turk is scrolling through his phone. JD. Dude, check this out. There's an article in here about how men who have close friendships are happier and healthier. Yeah, I've heard that before. It's called Hmm. guy love. Guy love? That sounds kind of gay. (laughs) No way, man. (laughs) It's just about having a best friend who you can talk to and hang out with. It's not about being gay. 
But isn't it kind of strange for two straight guys to be that close? JD, you're my best friend. We tell each other everything. We hang out all the time. And we even have a secret handshake. Is that gay? I guess it's not when you put it that way. (laughs) It's just that society has this idea that men can't be that close without it being gay. Well, society can suck it. Guy love is just about having a strong bond with another man. And I'm happy to have that with you, JD. (laughs) Guy love for life. Guy love for life. They fist bump and continue drinking their coffee. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. That's fucking art. I'm sorry, everybody. You're being facetious right now, aren't you? I think it's fucking... Insane that that fucking robot wrote that scene and at least had it made sense, made some, some bit of sense. Oh, God. All right, now the ego ride. Oh, gosh. Come on. I think the audience is loving this. Okay. I hope you're loving this. Audience, I hope you're loving this. Let, let us know. Let us know if you're loving it and we'll make it a weekly thing. If you hate it, we won't. All right. This is the last scene. Um, this is, I, I put into chat GPT, uh, write a scene where JD and Turk. Uh, ride an eagle. An mm. eagle! JD and Turk were sitting in the hospital cafeteria discussing their plans for the weekend. JD. Dude, I've been wanting to go on that eagle ride at the zoo for ages. Want to come with me? Eagle ride? Are you serious? That sounds like a terrible idea. Oh, come on. It'll be fun. Plus, it's not every day you get to fly on the back of an eagle. Fine. But if I die, I'm blaming you. They arrived at the zoo and made their way to the eagle ride. JD was visibly excited, while Turk looked skeptical. They climbed onto the back of the eagle and were lifted into the air. This is amazing! Look at the view! I think I'm gonna be sick. JD laughed and patted Turk on the back. Relax, man. Just enjoy the ride. Turk reluctantly looked around and began to enjoy the experience. They soared above the zoo, (laughs) taking in the Digging in the sights and feeling of freedom. As the ride came to an end, JD turned to Turk. See, I told you it would be fun. Okay, you were right. That was pretty cool. They walked away from the eagle ride, both with smiles on their faces. Maybe next time we can ride the lion. No way, man. I draw the line at lions. Spectacular. <laughs> Yo, okay, so... First if that of ain't all, art, I don't know what is. First of all, I'm going to say that AI missed a, a, a great opportunity to have Turk and or JD yell out, Eagle! Right, It right. didn't happen. Also, that shit at the end reminds me of Blazing Saddles. No way, 12's, 12's my limit on Snitson, Drugan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I thought I think it's beautiful. All right. So I put into chat GPT to write a rap about JD and Turk being best friends in the style of Busta Rhymes. And here is Donald to perform it. JD and Turk, the best friends. Their bond will never, ever, ever, ever end. Together, they're like a force to be reckoned with. Y'all better watch out. This friendship is a bond that's richer than any gold or precious gem. They're always down for each other. No matter the weather, they're a brother. They're like Batman and Robin McCullough. JD and Turk, the best friends for life. Their friendship is a bond like no other. They're like salt and pepper. They complete each other. Together, they're stronger like no other. Their friendship is a bond that'll never sever. JD and Turk, forever and ever. Bust around slow, ain't no denying. JD and Turk, 
Always flying, shining. The friendship is a bond. That's true. That's true. The dynamic duo. What you gonna do? Bust around slow. Ain't no denying. JD and Turk always flying and shining. The friendship is a bond. That's true. They're the dynamic duo. Nigga, what you gonna do? <laughs> we should specify that the AI didn't add the N word, but um, Donald uh, put a little flair on it. <laughs> All right, Daniel, you can stitch that together, right? Yes, sir. This is my best version of it. I'm sorry if it doesn't fit. Well, we did it live on the fly. I think Buster Rhymes would be proud of what you and the robot came up with. Buster Rhymes, I love you. You're one of my favorite rappers of all time. In this world, uh, Buster Rhymes listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Listen, fans, we love you. Thank you all so much for uh, for coming and listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with the uh, Princess Bride episode. Please do check out the trailer for my movie. You can find it on YouTube. It's called A Good Person. Uh, it stars Morgan Freeman, Florence Pugh, and Molly Shannon, and it's coming out uh, March 24th. So please keep that on your radar. And uh, we'll see you next week. Donald, count us out. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story that you all should know. So gather round to hear our, gather round to hear our, Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono. Mm-hmm. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at betterhelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, with unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at target.com slash circle card.